Welcome to the Stock Power Podcast, powered by Money and Markets. Every week, we'll cut straight to the point and show you how to make money in any market. We'll break down one highly rated stock based on Adam O'Dell's proprietary stock power rating system and tell you why it's going to beat the market by three times over the next 12 months. Now, on with the podcast. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, Research Analyst for Money and Markets here with this week's Stock Power Podcast. Now, today's power stock is a different way to play on the growth of the oil and gas market. Uh, it scores a 95 on our stock power rating system. But I first want to kind of get a message out there. The market is turbulent right now. We've seen some ups. We've seen some downs. This week started off great. Uh, but you know now we're kind of uh, in, in flux a little bit. The markets are still down overall. Uh, basically, there's a lot of volatility and there's a lot of worry, and I would totally understand that. But I want to make sure that you also realize that we've got your back here. Uh, you know, uh, the entire team at Money Markets, Adam, Charles, myself, our entire team. You know, th this is what we're looking at. We're we're looking at what the markets are doing. We're trying to find the best profitable opportunities for you in any market condition. Uh, and, and so, I want to make sure you're checking out MoneyInMarkets.com every day. Uh, again, we work hard to provide you safe, sound, smart, simple, adaptable, profitable investment information for your portfolio. You can check out the Stock Power Daily. I'm giving you one stock every day uh, that uh, you should uh, take a look at. It's highly rated. Uh, there are some stocks I will tell you to avoid. So I, I kind of do a little bit of both. I, I mean, I use it uh, based on our stock power rating system. So again, check that out. It's moneymarkets.com. Uh, and uh, I, I want to make sure that you understand that, that we're with you and we get it. And uh, you know, it's hard. Totally understand. It will get better. We've been through this before. Uh, so, you know, we understand where, where things are right now and where things could be. So check out moneymarkets.com. And uh, certainly if you have any issues or questions or whatnot, drop uh, my team and I uh, a question at feedback at moneymarkets.com. Now let's get to it. Uh, in the energy sector, there are a lot of different ways to, to find gains in stocks. You can buy into traditional energy companies uh, like utilities or oil miners, things like that. But I've got a different way to capitalize on the rise in, in the energy sector and collect a nice dividend in the process. In today's episode of the Stock Power Podcast, I'm going to share with you a 95 rated power stock. Uh, it, it doesn't mine for oil and gas but it still collects money from what's pulled out of the ground uh, and it's on track to profit due to that uniqueness. So rather invest, uh, rather than invest in oil and gas companies steeped in heavy costs of mining, there's another way to profit. Oil and gas royalty companies are ones who own rights to properties, more importantly, what's underneath, uh, and get paid for how much is pulled from the ground. These companies don't have the risk of increased mining costs like equipment or labor or anything like that, but they still capitalize on mining operations. Now, using our stock power rating system, I found a great company that owns royalties on some of the richest oil and gas producing land in the U.S. It earns a strong bullish 95 out of 100 on our stock power rating system. It, it raked in record revenues from royalties in its last quarter, and the stock is currently trading just 12.5% off its 52-week high. Now, there's no secret that there's a push for more reliance on green energy, and it's, a, it's one of the mega trends that Adam, Charles, and I follow closely at Money and Markets. Oil and gas, however, do it does remain an important part of our energy consumption. Now, the chart I'm showing you here on video shows the actual and estimated consumption of oil and natural gas in the U.S. In 2021, we used about 58.85 quadrillion British thermal units of oil and gas. It's a lot. You know, I could get you in breakdown into what a quadrillion BTU is, but let's just be honest, it's a lot. By 2050, the consumption is going to grow 20, almost 21% to 71.02 quadrillion. So we're going from quite a lot to 
a lot, a lot, I guess would be a way to putting it. I'm not sure if that's, that's accurate, but basically it's going to grow and we're going to keep using it, even though we are seeing some shifts into renewable energy. It's okay. Uh, because oil and gas, it's used for much more than just, you know, putting gasoline in our cars. Um, oil and natural gas are used for a lot of things um, besides uh, what can be substituted by uh, renewable energy. So now in this episode of the Stock Power Podcast, I'm going to share with you a way to play on the growth and bring home a tidy dividend at the same time with today's stock, which is Brigham Minerals uh, Incorporated, trades on the New York Stock Exchange under MNRL. That's Brigham Minerals Inc. Trades on the stock exchange under MNRL. Now, it's a $1.7 billion company uh, that owns mineral interests in some of the richest oil and gas areas of the country. It, its holdings include areas of the Permian Basin in Texas and New Mexico, the Williston Basin in, in North Dakota. If you've read my Stock Power Daily and you also heard my podcast last week, I told you about uh, the Williston Basin and how big uh, of a deal it is there as well, as well as the Anadarko Basin of Oklahoma. So it, it's got some interest across a lot of areas. In fact, it's one of the largest royalty interest companies uh, in, in, in the country right now. Now, it scores a 95 on our proprietary stock power rating system. It means we're strong bullish on the stock, and we expect it to beat the broader market by at least three times over the next 12 months. It scores an 89 on momentum, and I'm going to get to that in a second. But I want to get into the quality and growth of the stock. I'll start with quality. As you can see from the chart I'm showing here, MNRL's quality is stronger than its investment services peers. Now, it's classified as an investment services company because it doesn't actually drill or mine for oil and gas. Rather, it invests in land where oil and gas sit under. So it's it, it's kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a fine line. Um, but really, I, I look at this as an oil and gas play uh, as more more so than an investment play. But I, I, again, that in, for, in terms of industry peer comparison, that's kind of what we have to look at. Now, it's uh, returns on assets, equity, and investment are all double digits. Uh, its peers are in the low single digits. Uh, MNRL's margins are very strong. Its net margin is about 41.2%. The industry average is just 5%. And it means the company really knows how to make money. Uh, it knows how to make money on what it has uh, and, and and does so and turns that money around very well. So uh, the stock scores an 84 on our quality factor. Now, the company has also shown a lot of growth as well. MNRL's sales growth rate over the last 12 months, massive. 112.8%. Its earnings per share EPS growth rate is an outstanding 464.3%. This tells me that MNRL not only knows how to make money, but can consistently do it over and over and over again. Uh, it's, it's growing sales. It's growing EPS. This is all great news for potential investors. Uh, and, and it tells me, and the numbers lead MNRL to a 95 on our growth factor. So now let's get right into the stock momentum. I talked about that earlier. Let me dive a little deeper into that. Over the last 12 months, MNRL stock is up 50.1%. The investment services sector, on the other hand, is actually down 24.9% over the same period. And just kind of offset, uh, oil, uh, you know, energy, oil, and gas is actually only up about 30 or so percent over the last 12 months. So MNRL is actually outperforming both its service, its service sector for investment and oil and gas as of my recording of this. So it's 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 hitting, it's beating, beating both of them. And I think that's important to understand. The revenue growth future of the company is also one of the most impressive that I've seen. Uh, it's suffering, after suffering a slight decline during the COVID pandemic, MNRL grew its total annual revenue by 75.8% last year. But that's not all. This year, that revenue is going to explode to $323 million. That's 100.4% growth from last year. That doesn't even count against growth from 2020 during the COVID pandemic. That's just from last year. Revenue is projected to grow even more next year. Despite uh, our, uh, so we're looking at uh, revenue of around $334.9 million 
by the end of 2023. So that's a pretty impressive growth. And it's some of the most explosive growth I've seen out of any company in a long, long time. And despite our best efforts to transition to more renewable energy sources, oil and gas is going to continue to play an important role in our energy generation. And getting into MNRL is a way to play on that trend with a company that's not tied down by traditional mining and exploration expenses. So they're not digging big pits. They don't have to buy equipment. They don't have to invest in a lot of employees. They basically are just collecting money off of what other companies are pulling out of the ground. It's a real easy way of making money and they found a way to do it. And they've got a lot of interest in a lot of property over, I think about 41 states uh, in, in across the country. So that's a lot of interest in a lot of areas, include some of the biggest like the Permian Basin, the Williston Basin and the Anadarko in Oklahoma. So uh, let's move on with uh, to today's uh, YouTube to the YouTube poll question for this week. We kicked off uh, third quarter earnings season so far. It's kind of been yeah. Uh, it, it seems more impressive than it really is, um, but it's it's probably not. Uh, Netflix, on the other hand, did kind of blow it out of the water, but then they set the expectations so low. What did you expect? I mean, you know, you set it at a million, you got 2.4. You know, companies do this from time to time. They set the expectations way, way low. They set the bar down here, knowing that they're probably going to beat it. Uh, they just don't know by how much. So we asked basically our, 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 our readers, which sector was going to be the biggest winner in earnings? 42% of those who voted said that banks were going to be the big winner from the third quarter. Okay, I, I can understand that. And so far, we've seen a lot of good earnings beats from banks like Bank of America and Goldman Sachs. Uh, another 22% said tech companies were going to come out strong, while 20% said the travel industry was going to do well. Only 17% thought retail earnings would be big. That's justified uh, with uh, with inflation. Uh, retail earnings are probably going to be going to suffer a little bit this, uh, this quarter. Uh, as far as tech and travel... Uh, I'm kind of mixed on that right now. I, I could see tech maybe doing doing well. I'm not really sure about the travel sector. I mean, they're, they're still rebounding. They're still kind of recovering from COVID. But uh, so we could see some nice gains there. But so far, you know, banks have, have, have done okay in terms of earnings. Now, um, according to FactSet, about 7% of companies in the S&P 500 have reported quarterly earnings thus far. Uh, now, of those, 69% have beaten earnings per share estimates, but that's actually lower than the five-year average of 77%. So usually 77% of companies are beating estimates uh, and so far this quarter, which is only a very small percentage, only about 7%, only 69% are beating estimates. 67% uh, of companies who've reported beating revenue estimates, and that's slightly below the five-year average of 69%. So companies are still reporting earnings beats and revenue beats. There's just not as many of them. Uh, but again, we're still very early in the season. Uh, I, I think we'll, uh, time will tell in terms of what we're going to look at uh, for third quarter earnings. Now, if you have a question uh, or about a particular stock or a sector that you'd like Adam, Charles, or I to look at, whether uh, you, you want us to maybe write about it and give you a little more depth, or maybe we can talk about it in a Stock Power podcast, uh, email us at feedback at moneymarkets.com. Remember, we'll drop that right down there, feedback at moneymarkets.com. Love to do that. If uh, you send a question and we use it, uh, we're going to send you some very cool Money and Markets gear. We've got hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts. It's getting kind of cold uh, around uh, around the country as I record this. I'm actually freezing in North Florida, which I'm glad I wasn't there. But uh, so we're, we're starting to see that, that that chill in the air, if you will. Uh, so we have sweatshirts that we can uh, get for you as well. Head over to moneymarkets.com. Sign up for our free daily e-letter. We like to give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information that's also adaptable uh, for your portfolio. While you're there, check out that proprietary stock power rating system. It is the anchor of almost everything we do at Money and Markets. You can use the metrics to get ratings of thousands of stocks. Go to the website uh, up in the top right-hand corner. You're going to see a search bar. Type in uh, ticker or company name, and you're going to see a wealth of information there. You'll be able to see the rating of the stock, fundamental data, stock chart. You can even add stocks to your own watch list on, uh, on moneyandmarkets.com, and you can do all that for 
free. And also check out my stock power daily, where I'm going to give you one stock every day to the, the, the is, we think is going to beat the market by three times over the next 12 months. Or I may actually surprise you and tell you a stock that you need to steer well clear of, despite what financial news might be telling you. That's all for me this week. Until next time, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Stock Power Podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to the Stock Power Podcast, where we help you make money in any market using our Stock Power Rating System. If you want even more stocks poised to crush the market, make sure to sign up for our Stock Power Daily free email, where I give you one highly rated stock every day. Just head over to moneymarkets.com and sign up.